Hello weebs, new and old, and welcome to Gateway to the Anniverse, the podcast that aims to guide an anime novice through the weird, wide, and wonderful world of Japanese animation. My name is Sam, a self-proclaimed anime expert, and with me as always is our novice, Will. How are you this week, Will? I'm very good, thank you, Sam. Yes, this is the show where we are introduced to brand new anime. Sam gives us a new show to watch, and we talk about it. We only watched the first three episodes... So that's all we have to go on when we make our decision as to whether this can be called a gateway show, um, which is something we can show an absolute noob novice to get them hooked on anime. Yes, that's right. For example, last week we checked out Violet Evergarden. And Will, did you keep up after the first three episodes? or What, did you just... after our glowering, glowing review? Glowering? It probably was glowering. I was definitely glowering yeah. at the screen a lot of the time. Yeah, after our Yeah, no more review. episodes for you then? No, unfortunately not. I did. It was a bit painful listening back to our episode last week because we did go in hard and it it, it wasn't yeah. a nice, we, there weren't a lot of positives and we sort of were spending a lot of time critiquing. So apologies to any massive Violet Evergarden fans. Die hard Violet um, Evergarden fans. There are, there are, there are some bits in there that. It looks like. pretty. Yeah, it does look pretty. That is its saving grace. Um, th- yeah, I haven't continued watching. I'm not going to, after the, after my experience of the first three, I wasn't going to subject myself to it anymore um potentially somewhere down the line when i've had a bit of breathing space i'll go back to it but no not this week this week we are listening we're listening we are i'm listening to my cats outside the door who seem to be scratching at the door trying yeah. to get in no this week we have let them join let them join the podcast <laughs> yeah cats <laughs> of the podcast <laughs> um we are watching something that i was very excited to actually watch because i feel like you brought it up You've drip fed it, fed it, drip fed, drip fed it in um, at times mm. um, over the podcast, and it, indeed, and uh, it's Skate the Infinity. Sam, it is. Can you tell our audience why they might want to watch Skate the Infinity? What's in it for them? Well, what is in it for you? Well, I'll offer you a trade deal. You watch this show, and I can provide you with all types of sexy uh, husbandos for you to fawn over. <laughs> uh, do you like? <laughs> Labrador boys, we got you covered. Do you like big chunky muscle men? I've got you there too. A mm. pretty boy with some feminine wile. Mm, we got that. <laughs> what about a dumbass from Canada? Because <laughs> I've also got that for you as well. Um, it's got slick animation by the team over at Studio Bones, uh, who have been well known for doing shows like My Hero Academia, Cow on Tuesday, and uh, amongst others. And mm. it has a killer soundtrack, both in the OP and the ED, and through the inner. OST moments. Mm. So if you're looking for something a little bit more shonen-y and a little bit more grounded in reality, uh, then this might be for you. Yes. Okay. Let's uh, get into discussing Skate of the Infinity. Ah, oh, Sam, you've, you've really sort of built that image in people's minds of what Skate the Infinity is. And I think th- there's a couple of elements there that I really sort of latched onto it's it's the rea- the rea- realism of it all i like that it's grounded yeah i like that it's sort of uh um, to an extent to an extent yeah well yeah massively to an extent but what i mean by that is there was a lot the the visuals that you get in the op and the oh. the the word infinity almost links it to space you've got this sort of outlandish so i was very worried that it might go down this sort of we're going to be flying powered skateboards yeah hoverboards and all this sort of and i don't know galactic skate quest but no it's still kept relatively grounded um which i really like poster (laughs) recky and langer standing behind them at words galactic space quest (laughs) (laughs) 
That I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if at some point uh, Recky just went into his own little fantasy world and he's powering through the stars, <laughs> <laughs> reaching out, touching fingertips with the echoes of space and time. All, all the while espousing the virtues of skateboarding in all of its shapes and forms. Yeah. Uh, do you want to start off with the, with the characters then? And yeah, we can do. Um, I think Recky, I think the characters make this show. We've got Recky and um, Lango, who are our main... Lango? What's his name? Langa. Langa. Sorry. I've written Lango. Let's change that to Lango. 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 It doesn't even look like a mango. <laughs> not mango. It's got it's, blue I, hair. Dude, I got one letter wrong. Let's, 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 let's not, let's not harp on about this. Um, so anyway, <laughs> Recky and Lango are, um, best, <laughs> best buddies by the end of episode one. Um, Lango is this new, uh, this <laughs> new kidding. fruit on the scene. Um, and he's come, he's moved the from hot new spice, the hot new spice. Um, he, with a heart of ice, with a heart, with a heart of ice. Hot new spice with a heart of ice. Don't, is that, is that a thing? You just come up with that on the fly. I'm, I'm impressed. I've just made it up on the spot. I, and, I'm impressed. Lang- Thank you. So am I. I can, I can pick two <laughs> very basic rhyming words and string them together. <laughs> yeah. No, no, because it's more than that because he comes from Canada and his whole thing is the cold and the snow. So the heart of ice thing and he's deadpan as fuck. So like, you know, I love it. Heart of stone, heart of ice. Very similar. Um, yeah. So Langa. And Recky become friends. Langer moves back after spending many most years, of most life, of his life in, in Canada. Raised in Canada. Um, he moves back to the island of Okinawa, which is off of Japan's south uh, coast. Probably the most American uh, place you will find in all of Japan, oh. uh, as it is where a big American military base was. So wow. you can actually go there and there are streets that look like they're right out of California, <laughs> uh, which we see a little bit of in the intro. Yeah, that's, that is, that's interesting. Yeah. So I hadn't really thought about the whole aesthetic of the the towns and stuff, but you're right. I mean, the whole fact that it's skating is very American uh, anyway, mm. and and the clothes and stuff are very skatery sort of, um, you know, Western. Uh, yeah, it's it's the Western skater scene. So um, yeah, no, that, that that's that's a nice little um a little touch. So it's obviously so this is a real place in Japan. Yep. Um, so does, does it's it a big island? Does it have a big skating scene? Uh, I think so. I think in real life, there are a number of skate parks there. And again, because it was basically the town that was already there basically got overrun with uh, American businesses and ideas and uh, aesthetics after the Second World War. Mm. So it makes no surprise then that when the youth that lived there were introduced to this idea of skating, then it took off there as well. So there is somewhat of a skater culture that exists uh over out in Okinawa, which is really quite nice. Yeah. And the, the fact that the show tapped into this existing culture and obviously hyperbolized it is just adds that extra little grain of grounding, like you said up top. Yeah. Awesome. Um, shall, can we just address, um, our skating backgrounds? I want, oh, I want, yeah. yeah, I want, sure. I want, because I don't know what, did you have, do you have experience in skating? Were you, were you your classic, you know, 12, 13 year old or even younger? I don't know get your first board and you're grinding and moody and listening to Slipknot and just like buzzing around on the skateboard. Yeah. I wish um, I was that <laughs> cool. <laughs> I mean, I was playing it on Tony Hawk. <laughs> I did have a skateboard. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, where I used to live uh, was, it was just fields side. and fields. Had no... It was. Um, <laughs> it was on the side of a hill and there was just a dirt track. So I had this board with a Pikachu on it. 
brilliant nice. yeah of course um but i couldn't ride it anywhere <laughs> because the wheel like it was just dirt and stones and rocks so oh. it just gathered dust my sister on the other hand is the cool one out of all of my siblings so she actually does skateboard yes. she's really really bloody good at it yeah. she's like and it's when she picked it up it was almost like and this is why i like the show so much i think because it links back i watched the first episode with her yeah as she was just starting out so i could almost see her progression hmm. like for like following <laughs> as langer was getting better as well yeah um and she still does it now um she ke- uploads videos and of her hmm. buzzing around and doing ollies and doing grinds and it's just amazing. i ha- i have it's seen really them impressive. and i have been very impressed i need more of that in my life i think it's quality to see that progression um and yeah you're right there is that progression there um one of the criticisms of this show potentially could be that those progressions are a little bit too steep, a little bit too convenient. quick and convenient. Yes. Um, learns things what very mean, quickly. Well, he has experience before from, uh, the totally related and not at all different <laughs> sport of snowboarding. I am um, as soon as that. So they're driving into the town for the first time and mum's in the car and. Or you hear, I don't know if it's an inner monologue, but he said Langer, Langer says something along the lines of, there's no snow here and I, as soon as he says like that right so he's a snowboarder okay good we, at, least, <laughs> at least we can establish that nice and early straight um, out of the bar yeah um yeah so basically langer is uh new to the area doesn't know anyone he meets recky who just takes him under his wing no questions asks asks just immediately um and tries to teach langer to skate even though langer doesn't really ask to learn how to skate he just sort of gets thrown into it langer's very reserved doesn't really talk unless you ask him something and usually gives one word answers um Mm. at this stage which is interesting because that ties into him as a character as well so we find out that he's half japanese and half uh canadian his dad was canadian his mom was japanese and he knows japanese but they kind of play on the fact that he is half and half (laughs) a fair bit early doors and that reserved responses could be because he's still getting used to speaking japanese and he even says often throughout the episodes like man japanese is so hard Mm, yeah i am the comedy in this is is pretty on point i did laugh quite a lot of this and there was one there was just some rapid fire questions in the post credit sequence and and one was like say say something in canadian sorry (laughs) oh brilliant (laughs) what do you eat poutine (laughs) yeah it was um there was a lot of good lines through this um that we will come to as we go through because uh i've, I've made a list okay so yeah they, they become friends recky is this skate enthusiast works at a skate shop he reminds me he's sort of like your typical shonen he's like hinata but with a bit less yeah. competition element um he says yeah. later on that you know it's not all about winning and losing although he is very keen on winning early on he's like yeah we get introduced to him entering yeah the beefs uh over the secret skate club and he gets involved in a couple of them throughout either by his own volition or by accident because he's made a screw up and we see from him and what i quite like is that his passion for skating is just in everything he does like his Mm. room is covered in skate decals and magazines and he's got his own little workshop and he's doodling about it constantly yeah Usually when a character comes in and it's like, my favorite thing is this and that's my character trait and that's my personality. It can feel very one note, but because we see all of the 
depth that Reki has. He he skates and he's good at skating, but he's not the best. Yeah. He reads magazines. He he pulls up videos on YouTube. He's got the stickers and the skateboards mm. and he's you see that he's been building the boards it's not just surface level it's not just we need a character who likes skating it's like they've done the research of what would a character who likes skating that much actually be like yeah and the world building around him sells me on the more labrador moments where he's just like oh my god skating's the best it's infinite you can go anywhere yeah and you believe it yeah yeah i i agree completely i think his character has been thought through so well and the balance between giving him that bouncy Labrador Labrador moments and then contrasting that with genuine sort of backstory and like the craft of skating and like building mm. the boards and like this they drip feed in real skating terminology and stuff that they've really thought about I think there is a real I don't know like we've seen with like Carolyn Tuesday and stuff like that we see a real mm. thought process behind let's make this scene let, let's make this a show that skaters might actually like now I don't know if how well received it's been by skaters but like with Carolyn Tuesday they put a lot of effort into the music and the music industry mm. they make it good quality stuff it's not just surface level here yeah. the skating the moves the the stuff that they're talking about the board types the trucks the rule the 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 physics behind those things um seems genuine and it's all been taken into consideration mm. and the show is better for it yeah. like it's it one of my favorite things is listening to somebody talk passionately about something mm. and when you hear recky passionately talking about the different board types it doesn't feel like it's just exposition dumping for the purposes of exposition dumping it feels like he's actually trying to teach langer oh yeah and by extension the viewer about this world so I've, that I've, once you know the basics you can just enjoy the i never show. i never knew those little boards were called cruisers i love that it's like yeah it's sort of cruising around it's not meant to be like you know for you tricks and tricks and yeah popping off and stuff yeah 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 cool um so shall we get into the races because that's why we're here yes. that's why everyone watches this show i think um so the whole premise yeah, anime skateboarding. Let's go. <laughs> the whole premise well not the whole premise the i don't know the catalyst that sort of moves these plots along is this uh secret skate club which in itself <laughs> is phenomenal like one of my favorite bits of this show not maybe not favorites maybe that's a bit over the top but one of the one of the things i really enjoyed was the real life versus the skate life of some of these characters like you see the bit in the relationship yes in, in the in the restaurant between um cherry blossom and joe and they're just like fighting and stuff and it's this fight club-esque we don't talk about skate club <laughs> and first rule of skate club we, yeah we don't talk about it and um but so he's so joe's a chef cherry blossoms what like i don't know a business person he's a calligrapher oh a callig yes that's right yeah because uh langer tries to mm. get a job with her, him at first um and the best one shadow is he the best one or is he just a bit oh no the 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 the, the, the job the job yes yes <laughs> yeah they make him a flor a florist so he's there decorating oh. flowers really enthusiastic Oh, it's brilliant. So for, for context, Shadow is this like kiss, ex-kiss member with this white face paint and big orange mohawk and he's dressed up in all this goth attire and then... And everything we've seen... wholesome... Everything we've seen of him up to that point is just an angry man who just is screaming at kids <laughs> and wanting to punish and cheat his way to victory. 
punish, cheat, lie, break arms, tattoo, shout. What was it? It was uh, dumpster slut onto somebody. Yeah. <laughs> like, whoa, dude. And then he's just this really wholesome flower shop attendant who puts tape over the name of the flower shop on the back of his pink car when he turns up to his secret skater meetings. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, the yeah. layers are so good. Yeah. So so these secret um, races are basically down an abandoned mine, is it? Like, um, mining place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somewhere where there's lots a of mining dirt. place. And they, there's a, a truck. Quarry, I think. A is Quarry, there for. you go. Quarry. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> um, they go... God, uh, it's, it's a good job that this podcast doesn't revolve around talking uh, and vocabulary. Yeah, man, that would, that would be, we'd be in trouble. Yeah. Um, so they, they have to go down as quickly as they can. They challenge each other. They they can throw in whatever stakes they want, really, but uh, they basically have to put something up mm. for grabs. And they usually, from so far we've seen, they're usually tit for tat, almost. Like, it's not like, I will, you can tattoo me if I win and I will get your skateboard. It's almost like it's a tattoo for a tattoo or a skateboard for a skateboard. Mm or this for the this for that you'll be my slave or i'll be yeah. your slave sort of thing um yeah so yeah and that, that that's basically it and then the drama kicks in they have to race down um and we get the shonen-y battles and we have to see how our characters can navigate them mm. and the opening race is Reki versus shadow yeah and you're like okay we're trying to see what we can do let's <laughs> Here's our protagonist. And they love skating. They, they, they have to close down the streets. They've got, are we all sorted? It's like Need for, it's like need for Speed or Fast and the Furious. It's Fast and the Furious. Fast and the Furious, but with skateboards. But with skateboards. So we've got the, the 15 lights that have to turn red before you can go. Question, right? Why have they got, okay. why have they got the lights that turn green and the girl that waves the flag? Surely those are doing the same job. Are the, are the green, Boobs. are the lights for the girl? <laughs> so the lights, the lights go green that tells her to wave the flag and then she waves the flag that releases the, the, can go. releases the races. Or do they time the lights to her flag swing? Well, they don't because the, I very no, I noticed very early on, they don't. <laughs> like, the, the lights go green and then she waves her flag. It's and like a half second later. She's not very good at her job, is she? Not really. She has one job. She has one job <laughs> and she can't do it. Um, <laughs> but hey by the by um so she waves the flag they go and it's um it's it's it get treated to just a phenomenal bit of animation so and so the animation animation in general is awesome are we just stamping that right there i'm pretty happy to put that stamp on it <laughs> yeah. to be honest because consistently especially during the uh, skate races there are so many little flourishes and bits like in episode three there seems to be a bit that was rotoscoped mm. like at least two separate times in that episode of just actual skateboarding tricks and again that's what kind of makes you drawn into this world in that you can see the tricks being done and you're like well i think maybe somebody could do that mm. potentially there's a there are some moments that stretch the imagination a little bit like using a tree as a springboard or yes like perfectly managing to time a rail grind to swing the board around and whatever. Yeah. But by the by, the again, the passion and the love for the art that has gone into these race scenes is so good. It's fast. It feels kinetic. There's like... feels like a game, doesn't it? It feels uh, like an old arcade game running through like... Um, oh, I can't even think. Like pod racing or something on the like Nintendo. Like Ollie King. <laughs> like what? 
Ollie King. Ollie King. Was that an actual game? I don't, I've never, yeah. never played that. It was like an arcade skateboarding game. Awesome. You had like the board in the in the ground. Ah, uh, cool. Soundtrack by Hideki Nakamura as well, who's one of the best video game composers out there. There you go. He's a massive shitlord on Twitter, which is amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, so apparently it's cool to cheat in these races, which uh, yeah, only only Shadow seems to take advantage of. <laughs> Like everyone else, he's like firecrackers, go! Just like blow, go. blows um Recky to to smithereens, and then later uses them again. It's like go firecrackers, go! And everyone else is just like, dude, we're just skating. Like, dude, come on, yeah, calm down. But. We see some more elements of that later down the line, but especially in the first episodes, it is just Shadow who is. He even gives him like attack names as he yeah, throws these yeah. his opponents, which is so great. And he's all, it's also funny because he's like the by far the oldest one there. He's like this forty year old bloke racing kids and teenagers and just putting well, them they in call their place. Him out on this, they call him. Uh, Recky gets into his car in episode three. Oh yeah, and he goes, "Okay, Gramps, step up." <laughs> he's like, "I'm twenty four. Oh yeah, yeah. But he again, he looks like yeah. a forty-year-old man. Yeah, he has been designed that way, um, which I think is brilliant because he's just so intense. It's like I will not leave my childhood behind. This is, and now I have adult. Now I have adult mindset and adult money. I can up level this to every like I can to go the beyond stream. Yeah, I'm gonna do my kiss cosplay and blow up children. <laughs> Apparently so. Yeah. Well, well, talking about people who are even more extra. Everybody at the the super secret skate fight club when they're in their super skate fight club attire yes everybody's extra everyone looks like they're in cosplay joe's sitting there with like his trousers hanging down just across the top of his dick he's got <laughs> cherry blossom who's wearing a full-on ninja costume with an ai skateboard and and of course then there's shadow but the cake gets taken i feel at the very end of episode three when oh the fucking skateboarding matador yes rolls into the end of the race ble- ble- it, well it's, it's a matador it's a matador um crossed with dracula in my opinion i feel like there's very big dracula vibes he even seems to have the pointed teeth when he grins well funny you should mention that um <laughs> he's he's voiced by the guy who voices dio from jojo's bizarre adventure <gasps> who is in jojo's a vampire so like oh my the god he turns up <laughs> and you see his super buff back, his 100 TV screens, and he's humming. Duh, 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 duh. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're going to be our sexy bad guy, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's so over the top. It is a bit much, but, you know, whatever. This whole show seems to be a little bit much. And yet somehow still grounded. Like, it's that hilarious balance between the two, right? Yes, yeah. I, I think hyperbolic and exaggerated anime-ness. And then the genuine love for skating and the detail that's gone into it. Yeah. Which can clash, I feel, sometimes. But, I don't know. I feel like they strike a nice balance between the two. I think I think it, it really depends on where the show goes. And I have a feeling it's going to go <clears throat> the wrong way. But the, the, the whole exaggeratedness of it all and the cosplays and all of this, it's all really fun. Because it's done in this sort of low threat environment where people are racing each other and skating down a hill and betting sort of mm. mainly trivial things. Like, okay, a tattoo's not, not tr- trivial to some people, but like, it's, you know, a bit of ink on your, on your body. It's not, it's not like with yeah. life and death threats. Now we've got, yeah. now we've got Matador Dracula entering at the end <laughs> and challenging people. So it feels a bit more 
almost um what's his name from he, he reminds me of what's his name from Yu-Gi-Oh the uh the guy oh, Kaiba no the the uh other guy that they end up the the the, the gray-haired mystical eye oh pegasus pegasus he reminds me of pegasus just just up leveling it to another level that these kids really don't want to be playing (laughs) they just want to be skating they just (laughs) want to be playing a card game death game yeah now 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 there are death stakes and um i'm going to just pull you into my world and he's he's, yeah come recky skate with me and if i push you off the side of this cliff whilst we're skating you'll fall into the shadow skate dimension (laughs) (laughs) And just die, yeah. dude. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I feel like it's going to go that, that way, and that's a might be a shame, but we'll see. We're, we're only we don't know that. We're only basing it on the first three, so we'll see. Mm. Um, do we want to talk about the next race? Lango versus Shadow. Lango. <laughs> Lang- <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Lang- Lango versus Shadow. Yes, and what a race it is. So this is set up as uh, Shadow's meant to be racing a customer who we see come to the part-time shop earlier in the day but in a classic case of mixed up bags they didn't <laughs> bring the proper skateboard to him yeah um so they have to race in this place and they have to use recky's old beat-up skateboard and it's up to langer who literally duct tapes himself to the board i mean it's not up to langer because it's definitely recky that has to race and langer just like i'll do it <laughs> like, what do you mean you'll do it <laughs> you don't know how to skate <laughs> i'll do it it's fine <laughs> sure and then Cherry's just like, yeah, do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cherry, you're supposed to be the adult here. And also, Cherry, you, you make this big speech afterwards. It's like, hmm, he seems to have some talent. You didn't know that before he got on the board. You've seen him fall off the board once out of the window. And that's it. That's all, you, <laughs> that's all you've seen. Ah, uh, but no, you see, the way that he put his weight onto the board is very evocative of snowboarders. <laughs> I guess. Let's see what he does. Now push so, him down the hill, Recky. <laughs> No, but the, the comedic timing's great. You know, you know it's coming. It's almost predictable. But like, um, our, our shadow zooms off, and Langer's just st- stood there, crouched down, and the camera leaves, follows uh, Shadow for a little bit, and then just cuts back to this silence of everyone watching Langer crouch down, <laughs> and nothing happened. And just scoot himself, and then just starts <laughs> to scoot forth. himself forward. Um, it's time to perfection. It's a great gag. Um, it's, it's, it's very, it's an easy gag, but it's good. It's great. Mm. Um, and I then like the gags in this do land quite a lot as well. Like we get the stuff with hit every time Elanga falls off the board or he's nearly got it and then falls. I feel that always hits home. Yeah. Slapstick, lowest common fo- form, but. If it's funny, it's funny. But th- but then but then we get like little um, psychological jokes. Like I love Mum's inner monologue when she's talking to Langer. Yes, <laughs> and she, she's like, "Oh my god, he's he's always coming back in, in in cuts and bruises. Is he is he being bullied?" And it's like, "Oh, is he fighting?" <laughs> it's like, uh, and she's like, "Oh, I can't ask him because I don't want him to go into all the teenager mode and get on." He's like, "What are you thinking about?" And she's like, "Oh, just noticing all your cuts and bruises." <laughs> and then he says, "I fell." She's like the classic excuse. <laughs> <laughs> Always the vic- victim so blaming good. themselves. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. His mum is so wholesome. Yeah, and then Would you uh, like an omelette. Yeah, <gasps> an omelette cooked by my son. Oh, it's perfect. <laughs> and then, and then the beauty of him just owning up and saying, "I've been learning to skate and I've been falling off," and it just 
great fine yeah let's move on let's not just make this a a, a side story where mum's panicking all the time no he just tells her you know as a that non- I would have done in other shows as yes well. exactly yeah like no people talk and children talk to their parents generally and might say yeah i've been skating like especially when you come from a background of snowboarding it's not like it's not like footloose mum's not going to be like oh, skateboarding how that's that leads to that leads to i don't know what can skateboarding lead to death death yes <laughs> death don't you know? More like That's how your father died. Yeah, An your... errant skateboard to the back of the head. <laughs> your father was you killed by a skateboard. Skateboards, Langer. <laughs> your father was killed by a truck. <laughs> Not that kind of truck, <laughs> oh Mum. <laughs> that truck uh, scene is another example of the comedy being peak because it's all oh, right. Yeah, figuring out how to skate, and he goes down the hill, and then we get the this hilariously cartoonish Looney Tunes roll. <laughs> falling he's got the like the bonk and the boink noises and then it's just oh a truck <laughs> yeah yeah and he just lies flat um of course I mean, that that did dis- disappoint me a little bit i've got to say i didn't want to get hit by a truck do you want him to get isekai'd no i just wanted the truck to stop uh, isekai <laughs> i just wanted the tr- truck to stop and like <laughs> not have the roadrunner-esque flattened out pancake because I just don't, I just don't buy it. I feel like the truck is going to be swerving, is going to be braking. If anything, the truck's going to stop over the top of him, um, mm. and and it's got a Woody from Toy Story moment where it just goes up above him. I mean, fair, but also it was quite funny to watch his soul leave his body. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Langer somehow beats Shadow. Is that believable? Do we like that? Do we like that I, he's just just happens to? I like it. In so far as that our protagonist is already already lost in the first episode, and if to kind of show Langer's, I guess, innate talent or um, yeah, talent's the right word, talent for skating, we do get to see him do some cool stuff, and we do get to see some really nice flourishes as he goes down the mountain, like he does the cool um, spin turn and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, which looks really good in motion. I don't know if I buy it because. You know, you can explain away, oh, he has experience with snowboarding, so it's kind of similar, I guess, as much as you like. Mm. But there's no way. It, the, they, they even call it out yeah. in the show that it's... He almost gets worse from that from that first race, because uh, he has to then yeah. go back to the basics and sort of learn how to stand on the board without uh, taping his feet to it. Um, which, which, you know... It's like when you fight a boss in a video game, and the first time you fight it, you get it down to, like, almost killing it and then every time then it kills you then every time you try it after that you get worse and worse yeah you can get past the first phase again right yeah angrier and angrier yeah frustrated yeah and then the controller flies through the tv and you're out a 600 quid tv and it's really really depressing um it's okay we can keep we can keep up the sessions and talking and we'll work on our breathing techniques thank you just Mm. in and out (laughs) and in yeah so i don't i don't i don't necessarily buy i think i think they maybe miss it miss the mark a little bit with that relationship i think they could have potentially done something where he either he doesn't win or he there's there's he gets some sort of advantage from the situation i feel like it at the minute and in this race it's shadow's turf and shadow desert shadow isn't incompetent he's he's a very good skater Mm. and doesn't i know he sort of says oh i lost he he was coasting for too long so he, he lets him catch up but even then You'd think Shadow would have enough skateboarding skill to outdo Langer. Um, yeah. And, and, and you even see it in like the turns and stuff. Like 
Langer has problems making turns in every other episode. Yeah, but in yeah. this one race, he manages mm. to perfectly fluff his way through them. Yeah. I mean, it all does build up to a nice crescendo where he, he goes down the rail and then he does the awesome jump over the top of the fireworks. And that's a yes. really nice moment yeah. where, like, every character in the show suddenly falls in love with Langer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. As he like rides across the top of these uh, fireworks at Shadow's Throne, and it's a, it's a nice moment, and I get that you need to have like a win in your first episode just to kind of re-motivate the characters. But I agree; I think maybe an interruption or something like he shows that he's got the skill. Maybe he makes that first turn, or he does the, the jump off of the tree, and then something interferes the, with the race so that it's kind of left on hold so we know that he's good mm. but shadow still gets to i don't know yeah be a good skater yeah i mean again i'm also basing this on the fact that in the third episode he goes on to beat um goes on to beat mia is it mia maya oh yeah china uh, mia i don't know it got called a couple of different things. maya um who is the antagonist of antagonists um for our first few first <laughs> until it starts crying Turns up at the end of episode two yeah. starts like chatting in jrpg lingo refuses to elaborate <laughs> ends episode <laughs> yeah yeah uh, just random what do you think of mia um i i didn't mind him by the end i thought um once he'd had that sort of bit of backstory and the sort of shunnedness and you sort of see his relationship with adam um and mm-hmm. being pushed into this career not really enjoying it as much as he used to and sort of he's gone down a path basically and sort of been shunned and hurt so he's got his guard up and he's just trying to sort of make his do what he the only thing he knows which is to win again he's not losing to langer like he's 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 about to turn professional and we see recky get destroyed by him very early on with the tricks and stuff that he can do I guess it's a different sport, isn't it? Almost like he, he, I'm, I'm sort of yeah. Because he's focusing on tricks. Yeah, the the national team is all about doing street tricks, and as as we just saw at the Olympics, it's all about performing very technical, very impressive um, stunts. But but Recky in- Recky quote Recky says things like he's not ev- he's not even using his full pace at the minute and stuff like that. So he's clearly got bags of pace as well as that, mm. like. I don't know. I just, I just, it, it's part of the show. Yeah, I guess you, you've got, one. you've got to take, you've got to take it. Um, you've got to have your underdog performing in the first few episodes. And, and that's something that I wanted to kind of get your opinion on. We're introduced to the show with Recky as skateboard aficionado extraordinaire. <laughs> and over the course of the first three episodes, um, Langer very quickly starts to usurp that. Yes. Or start to challenge it. And we see at the moment, Recky is just, he's impressed by it all. Mm. I look boss. He did this trick that it took me two months to do. And then he's done it in two weeks. Oh, it's amazing how he's managing to do Like I built him this insane skateboard and he's managing to do all of these cool tricks with it. He's happy for his friend at this point. Mm. And I wanted to get your kind of view on what do you think about their relationship as friends and like, how believable do you find them as friends and what do you think is going to happen as Langer keeps going on this trajectory? Yeah, it's a good, good question. I think, I think 
as far as their relationship in general is concerned, I think they're really that the way they've built the characters is a really good fit because Recky is this, mm-hmm. you know, fun, bubbly Labrador character, like you've said. Um, and I, at first, I'm think I was thinking Langer's sort of this almost blank slate that you can just sort of have there and. But but you need that for Recky to have his moment. I think Recky and Langer as a contrast. I think I, th- I think the metaphor here is Langer is nothing without Recky, and mm. therefore they need each other. And that's that. Um, what what's it called? Um, yabby yeah 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 yabby bait. Whatever it's called. What's it? The yowie bait. Yowie bait. <laughs> Not yabby. That's 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 the Flintstones oh, yeah, bait. Strong. Um, the Flintstones. Yabby <laughs> yabby dabby do bait. <laughs> Yeah, the Yari Bay. Um, I think I think that's that that relationship works mm. because Langer needs Recky to be the fun. If the viewer needs that, you need you need Recky there. Yeah. You need Langer to sort of absorb that. And well, he's driving the plot half the time, isn't he? R- what Recky? Yeah, yeah, because he's the one who's teaching the skateboarding. He's the one who's taking him to S. He's the one who brings him to the shop. Like. Literally without Recky, then Lang would probably be working at a convenience store. Mm. Like, I think, I think it depends what you want from that relationship because you're right. Langer is starting to surpass Recky in terms of skill and speed because mm-hmm. of his just his learning curve has gone through the roof, and he's already beating people that Recky can't. So, yeah, Lang Langer on a skill level is getting better, but I think Recky's knowledge he's almost like he's almost like a coach in that. Yeah, if, you know, you you put you professional sports people you're not going to say that the manager is a better footballer than the players but that through their through their leadership and their expertise and and experience and their knowledge they're the ones that are going to guide these people to greatness and it like i think if you think in like one-on-one sports you look at golf (laughs) because i i'm obsessed with golf now because i'm a a pro golfer if you didn't big into it right yeah um, oh my god! You've got you've got coaches that. When's the golf anime? <laughs> when is the golf anime? Uh, if there isn't there one, is a golf manga. If there isn't a golf anime, I'm going to make one because that needs to happen. Rotoscoping golf shots. Oh, that, damn. <laughs> um, damn. But in that in that in that relationship between coach and uh, player, the best players in the world all have coaches. They all have people yeah. behind the scenes working on their shots and stuff. Who are. are by definition aren't going to be as good a player as they are otherwise they'd be doing it and making all the big money but yeah so i think that's the relationship that i think it's going to go down the lines of he's his obsession with the sport with the with skating is going to influence mm-hmm. it's just going to be there that sort of all-encompassing so langer can just get all the information he needs he'll learn he'll drip the uh, recce will drip things into each episode and sort of mm-hmm. build langer up to be this more and there'll always be that element that Langer just doesn't have, doesn't know about something or doesn't have that experience. So, Lang- so Recky will... That's why Recky's still there and still yeah. relevant. Okay. Yeah. Mm, and he even starts to call himself, call me super mechanic Recky. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah. And, and I guess it's a little bit unbelievable that Recky is so wholesome that he doesn't care because like, I think anyone, and, and maybe there'll be signs of that in later episodes, just signs of a little bit of jealousy, a little bit of, you know, I think it's human nature to have that, to be envious yeah. of someone who finds everything so easy and adapts and can come into something oh, yeah, that yeah. you love and do it better than you. Um, yeah. I feel like that must be quite hard, but maybe not. Maybe Recky is just that one in a million who finds it easy. Yeah. Ah. 
Very nice. Mm. Good answers. I do think that their friendship is, and a lot of shows don't get this balance right. Like we're just meant to assume that these two characters are best friends and become best friends immediately. But we take the time to see them actually bonding and connecting. And there's a few montages of them training and working together. The, like the montage there at good. lunchtime. Oh, oh, and the, the skateboard yeah, like, knock with the, the sauce. Yeah, it's just such a nice little it is. moment. It is. Um, it's, it's something I specifically picked up on because um, it, it it does feel real. It feels like it's not just about the skating. It's about that camaraderie. And it's even, even in that very small scene when they knock the skateboard, it's very um recce like because he's sort of it, it i can't remember what is it how does he signal does he i can't remember he signals to langer to to knock the board and langer just he, knocks it along or he, something he but it taps him or something or yeah. like he nods and then langer like nudges the board across and he dips his chips into the sauce but it's so oh, but it's also that makeshiftness of it that sort of like we're gonna we're gonna use skateboards for everything that we do and look <laughs> we can do this and it'll just make it a lot easier and it's like that that working that recce's mind working and just always wanting just to like always skateboards mm. everything has to be involved somehow. but also building there's, there's always a, tweaking yeah and that's something i really like about him like when he gets hit, struck by that flash of inspiration when he trips over the uh the office chair and stuff like that like <laughs> it's it's you could criticize and call it on being bullshit. And <laughs> it is very convenient, but mm. also, you know, inspiration comes from the weirdest places. And hey, that might just be it. Just one more thing on the montages. There's this brilliant moment um, during uh, Langer's Ollie training mm. where the first time he manages to jump on the board and he stays on the board and doesn't just fall off and hurt himself. Yeah. There's a, I think. There's such an amazing job by the team of capturing that moment of like he'd land and both of them are surprised yeah, yeah. and shocked. And then you see them both go into hype and excitement and like cheering each other on. Mm. Like, I don't know. I'm not going to lie. When, when that scene played, I was thinking, I need to get myself a board. I need to, I need to get, yeah. I need to get a skateboard. I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to buy a skateboard. I'm going to go out skating every night. It's going to be great. Golfing skateboards. <laughs> <laughs> the new sport yeah. sweeping the nation but yeah it's just a very believable friendship even to the point where um when langer does his first ollie which is a great scene but even before he actually does the trick itself there's a really quiet moment where and i feel this is something that naturally comes up like when you're that age and you make friends with somebody you're so focused on your hobbies and the, and the things that you're both that you both like you mm. rarely think about the personal situation of the other person and it seems like a, about two to three weeks have passed before recce says oh so why did you move back to the island yeah like this thought hasn't kind of come up because they've been so engrossed in the hobby and then we langer feels comfortable enough to open up like mm. oh my dad's dead yeah and that's why we moved back to my mom's hometown and it's just this really quiet but powerful moment that kind of solidifies the friendship for me mm -hmm. then going into him nail like not quite nailing because he still falls off but he does an ollie for the first time and i don't know man it's it's just nice it is it is nice and and you know this this show in particular focuses on those nice moments and the montages with genuine importance they, they put weight to them because 
that when when I was watching that montage and when I was watching these these this relationship build, I wasn't thinking it was filler to get to the next race. I was genuinely watching it thinking I was engrossed in their relationship because the next race I don't think had been mentioned at that point. It was almost like let's just learn to skate because we love skating. And then it was later yeah. on that you know the the the, the he, they got challenged again by whoever um by Mia by Mia yeah by Mia like I think a lot of shows throw these montages and stuff in there just to get to the next scene and and it's that whole shonen esque monster of the week sort of thing and this this has that element to it but they yeah, but it's definitely. usually just contained in the last five minutes it's it seems to mm. seems to be they, they they are not making that everything they are making sure this is a whole show with real characters that are loving skating and showing that passion <laughs> and then and then the the races are almost they're just added on they're sort of like they're great mm, bit of animation they're nice separate thing yeah i feel like the balance is good yeah yeah oh we should talk about the op and the ed <laughs> we should we should talk about the op and the ed absolutely um, we should so op holy shit it's pretty pretty good like it's it's by the artist called rude a uh and he's done a few songs for, for other shows and then i don't know he just fucking kills it his music video for the full song mm. is actually him going to okinawa and actually going to skate parks there oh wow and he's got a bunch of skaters like coming past him whilst he's singing oh i have so to see that <laughs> it is the song is literally made for this yeah yeah, and I think it's just the phases of it work so well from that dorky TikTok dance they yeah. do at the start, yeah, into like this really nice chorus where they're flying through the air on the skateboards to like the character of the bridge being all dark and Reki's falling through the sky, and then like the sun's rising at the end. It's like it tells a tale of what emotions to expect from the show. Yeah, yeah. In the OP, the the only. The only criticism is just the the the, the classic character stills uh, revealing yeah. the characters, but like, <laughs> but even they even do the transition between boring, mundane character and then all cosplayed up character, which is nice. Mm. I think you know, you write the the visuals generally. There's some really good skating animation in there as well, which is good to get the viewer yeah. sort of hooked in on the concept. Um, like GoPro. Uh, almost at the start, following them down the street. Yeah, the the very open, very opening scene of episode one. That's a really cool scene as well. You see Recky sort of skating along, and then he does that slow mo stuff, slow mo jump. <laughs> yeah, yeah, on the back of the pickup truck. Yeah, um, it does this slow mo jump into the oh, light so light of the the street light, um, and just again the skating animation. They've really thought about get you know making mm-hmm. it really exciting, but. Yeah, sorry. OP's exactly the same, just really impressive visuals. There's a there's a degree of attention to detail there as well when like you said there's all the character transitions when Sh- uh, Mia turns up onto the screen mm. and then Shadow bursts forward. There's like a one frame moment where Mia go like looks kind of taken aback cuz Shadow's pushed his way into the frame. All oh, right. And then from that um we see Matador man. Mm-hmm. He's got a name but I won't spoil it. Oh. Um Is it not is it not Adam? It? it is Adam. Yeah. Mm. The end, so Adam sorry, it, it was back. in the subtitles. It, it, it came up. It came up. Adam in brackets saying all his lines. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, oh, that, he must be called Adam. Like, uh-huh, yeah, there he is. Yeah. So Adam 
when he comes in over the top of shadow there's a blink and you'll miss it uh frame of shadow with like the most like the roundest chibiest eyes and like the big shocked o face for like and it's there for a fraction of a second yeah and then it's just adam in all of his matadory glory yeah yeah i guess this, those subtitles may have spoiled that whole thing then because obviously mia talks about adam he's he, he moans about adam always wanting him to do stuff and you see him on the phone with the business the, the more formal looking adam um and <laughs> potentially my business casual adam yeah potentially you're not supposed to make that connection that it's the same person in episode three um i don't think just yet i think i mean design wise a blue haired dude and then another yeah. blue haired dude turning up yeah is enough but also there's enough time in between them that you could almost go like oh well yeah but oh well um and what about the ed then oh it's just so nice it is it's it's such a chilled out beach vibe isn't it it's that california that's exactly the yes (laughs) i was trying to think when i was writing my notes i was like how do i describe this (laughs) other than bloopy (laughs) bloopy because uh, it is just kind of like i feel like you should be sitting out like on a on a on a vista with like a cocktail in hand and just like the sun going down yeah whilst this song plays in the background it's just so nice yeah it, it's, it's got some funny visuals i like that the, the sketchy uh characters that are falling and doing that giving are they just giving names to these like injuries Trick names yeah to the how they bail yeah yeah <laughs> the nutcracker yeah yeah it was, it was, i did like as well it that good. it synced up with the music like when yeah. shadow hits himself in the nuts and it's like oh 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 and he's like jumping around has, has it balls. got has it got them all doing it as well is mia doing it as well or maya whatever it? yes whatever mia does like an ollie and then falls yeah and falls which is good like you've even got the then... you've even got the pros screwing up which is nice it makes gives it that sort of chibiness that sort of funny almost light-heartedness of it and adds to the vibe yeah I think, yeah, it helps to characterize the characters even after the show's ended because we know that all these guys are super pro skateboarders, but we don't have time to get into everything else. And the ED serves to show that, yeah, even they have to practice and they've also worked hard to get up to the level that they're at. And it's just, yeah, it's just nice. It's just really good. I think it might be one of my favorite EDs that we've covered. Oh, brilliant. Just, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, uh, oh yes before we head on to our three questions yeah. i wanted to call out the mid-episode eye catch yeah yeah the advert break where they're all chibis yeah what did you think yeah yeah i thought they were fun it reminded me obviously of like um uh haiku and stuff um where it's got mm. those sort of advert breaks uh yeah they, they were good um they were fun no 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 other really real observations they're short they're fun they do a good job um uh, yeah you like yeah. them obviously. they're nice and funny yeah definitely yeah. <laughs> i I like the uh i think it might have been the episode three ones the best where uh joe makes cherry's pasta really spicy and then he breathes fire on him and then uh shadow gets this magical girl transformation sequence to just end up in his underwear <laughs> <laughs> you know what i think i'll probably if, if i'm being completely honest i think i'll have to watch them again like I, I noticed them in the first episode and i was like oh yeah they're fun and then i noticed it was different in the second but like 
I wasn't paying that close attention because those were good points for me to. You hear the music and you're like, make notes. I can just switch off and check my phone quickly. Well, it's making making my notes. I'm typing typing stuff as it's going on. So like, as that's playing, I know I can just sort of make notes, and I know they've done something funny uh, in in the middle there. Um, Okay, odds and ends before we move in. My my only my only thing is just the 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 comedy lines. Um, Oh yes, please. I noted down some of these might be different. Well, oh, they might be. Yeah. Um, One of my favourite ones was. You knew it was coming as well when when they're training and um, Langer gets on the board for the first first time, about to go down the hill, and he makes this big thing of stand back, push me. <laughs> it needs that push. push. Um, there's also the Prince Maru bit. Did you have that? Prince Maru. Yeah. It, uh, Reki calls the board something 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 Prince Maru and. Um, Langer asks, who's Prince Maru? And, um, Reki goes, isn't that what the girls call you? Prince. And Langer's like, no, they don't. And Reki's just like, pretty sure they do. And it's just like this really sort of like, mm, kind of, and it's just timed to perfection. Um, uh-huh. yeah, it's a fun little joke. Which board is that? Is that the one with the, is that like the snowboard board? The last one? Mm, can't remember. Oh. Any odds and ends? Uh, just that I think my favourite joke of the whole thing is when they're running from the PE teacher. Yeah. And, uh, Rick uses it as a teachable moment <laughs> and teaches him how to kick off properly. And then he makes the turn, Reki does, and then Langer has to make the turn too. And he's like, you didn't teach me how to turn. Yeah. And we get this really epic, like, anime zoom in on the eyes and it gets, like, super, like, detailed for a second. And then it just goes... And it just hits the wall yeah. <laughs> and then gets carted off by the PE teacher. Listen, I'm, I'm really bitter about that scene because my computer froze at that scene and I kept, no. and I, and I kept skipping back and without reloading everything and my internet was, I wasn't at home when I was watching it. So uh, my internet wasn't particularly strong. I think for some reason it just was choosing that opportunity. It obviously not loaded that particular segment so i saw the bit where it's like you haven't seen me when you haven't you, uh, you haven't taught me how to turn and then it would the the wheel of death would come up and then it would cut to him mm. on the floor and i was fuming i went back i kept skipping back 10 seconds trying to, i was like it must just it, it will reload it will reload and it just didn't so i ended up just giving up Is on it animation yeah yeah honestly dude the player for that's been garbage the past few weeks mm. I, I try to watch anything and it's just constant skipping and loading yeah well I'll, I'll 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 we'll see if i'm gonna watch this again because if i can always go back and uh and, and see it in all its glory um should we get into the big three questions let's do it okay gang it's that time of the show where we ask our big three questions if you're new here this is where we look at a show and break it down into concept and execution how well has the show crystallized its vision and shown it to an audience uh, any turnoffs anything that could maybe uh, stop a new viewer from accessing this and be something that would uh, prevent them from carrying on with the show and then compelability and watchability do you want to keep watching and keep going with this show and we'll start off with will the first question what do you think of the concept and its execution i think this is oh, i'm going to put all my cards on the table i think this is almost the perfect shonen anime like i loved I, I i think the look 
my, I, I never told you about my background in skating. It's it's a little bit more. Oh, yeah, please do. It's a little bit more than uh, your experience, but obviously never pursued it for very long. There was a time in early high school when got bored. Um, had a, had a friend who loved skating. He got me into it. We used to. I used to go around his. We used to use his half pipe, and we used to sort of skate around a little bit. Um around his estate because it was the perfect sort of environment for it nice never really took it any further probably did that for a, a year or so um off and on and um could get to a like a basic ollie and that was about it but oh, nice good effort but it was obviously a lot of nostalgia sort of thinking about that and, and 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 going back to that so i don't know whether i'm a little bit biased going in but i think if you show this to like it, it, it's it's not it's it's age appropriate when we talk about anime i feel like it's very age appropriate for a young audience so i think if you show this to like primary school kids that they're going to fall in love with this shonen style the comedy's good the pacing's good it's not it's 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 almost westernized already because of where it's set because of the 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 skating sort of style um and uh yeah the skating premise so i think concept wise it's got every, it's ticking all the boxes for like hooking a, a, a newbie in especially a young uh, audience and as far as execution is concerned the characters just nail it i think recky and mm. langer are a good match i think they balance they balance that the hypeness with the newbie sort of solemnness as well and yeah was, was the dub good yeah i enjoyed was the dub the... i enjoyed the dub yeah, I mean, the moment I was sold was when I saw their voice actors doing the dance, like <laughs> in the video that I sent. Yeah, to. yeah, yeah. But um, in the sub, their voice actors play perfectly off each other. Yeah, as well. So yeah, I mean, I was, I was worried that that dynamic would get lost. Mm. Well, I mean, obviously, if you compare well. the two, I probably there'll be people who will have strong opinions on that. Because um, I can imagine that'd be something that people would be peed off with if they're moving from the sub to the dub. Um, if the relationship isn't there, is good. I think it was good. I, obviously, I haven't mm. seen the the alternative, but I thought it was good. It didn't. I didn't think it was jarring in any way. It worked well. So yeah, I was fairly happy with it. Um, nice. It wasn't perfect. Like, there were some moments that I thought uh, Recky's reaction could have maybe been different, or but like I don't know. You go off the source material. Is that a scripting issue or a dub issue? Ah, I don't know, mate. I don't know. Hard to say. Yeah. Hard to say. But no, overall, overall, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought the characterizations of uh, the sort of secondary cal- characters were really good, if not a bit over the top. Yeah, I thought this was just a really good, well-designed show. And, you know, what do you expect right. from Studio Bones? <laughs> like, they just, just keep just, knocking it out of the park. They're just good at what they do. <laughs> yeah, anything to add on concept and exe- execution? Not particularly, just that, um, you know, we as... A, a media consuming population seem to have this fascination with skateboarding like skate is coming back for a new entry they recently re-released tony hawk pro skater one and two right. in hd and it sold like hotcakes. Mm. like a lot of people especially kind of around our age or and younger grew up with the pro skater games and the million and five ripoffs. <laughs> Particular shout outs to the Disney version where you could play as Tarzan on a skateboard. That was always fun. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. skateboarding has always been seen as this youthful and um, anti authority thing. <laughs> yeah. And to suddenly have that tag in anime form 
with the level of production that Bones brings to the table, it when I was watching this week to week, uh, it was actually just as the podcast started. Oh yeah, um, just before I moved out to Japan, I'd maybe watched two episodes at home before I moved, mm. and then like every week I was tuning in with a big fat dumb smile on my face. So I think the execution to even just to elicit that level of emotion, yeah, has nailed it. Awesome. Um, are there any turnoffs though? Because I can't find any other than maybe the hyperbole of it all. Yeah, I think if I'm getting super nitpicky, then the over-exaggeration and the it failing to stick to a tone, is it super serious and they're going to get injured and break their arm or is it goofy and Langer can do a cartoony role and dodge a truck and not die? Yeah. That can be a bit tonal whiplash, but I think the show handles it in a way that haha this is a jokey bit so therefore it's going to be a bit more jokey mm. other than that i think maybe the only other turn off and whether it's a turn off i think it depends on the individual but it is a, a cast essentially entirely of men um yes there aren't really any female characters to speak of other than um Langa and reiki's mother at this point in the first three episodes so coming into the show it's just pretty boys doing pretty skateboard things yeah i don't think that's a detriment but i would maybe have liked one or two skaters to be girls mm, i think yeah they have missed a trick there just because like it's an individual sport that can potentially be very mixed gender um it's i mean if you look at the olympics again like the gold medalists were all girls this year wow yeah like, yeah Oh, well, there you go. Um, yeah, fair enough. I think that is a potential turn off and I could understand, I wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree with anyone who sort of said, mm-hmm. no, it's just not for me. I don't feel like they've done enough good, uh, a good enough job of, uh, you know, gender equality. <laughs> uh, that's, that's fair. If, if that's where your morals and principles lie, yeah, that's a reasonable line. Yeah. <laughs> it is a reasonable line. So yeah, fair enough. But overall, do we, I, I think I'm gushing about this show. I feel like we have to put this in the universe. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I completely agree. Like, I want to keep watching more, and I think actually, I am going to keep watching more. I'm going to watch the rest of the show, and we didn't mention how long it was, but it's only one core. Oh, it's right. twelve episodes long. Oh, cool. So, mm. over this week, I'm going to yeah. treat myself to rewatching Skate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think uh, I will as well. And um, you know, next week I'll fill you all in on whether I've uh, whether I've carried on or how much I've how much I've watched. But yeah, definitely want to put this in the universe it's it's just great for that um young shonen sort of someone who's hasn't seen anime before to show them this it's just mm-hmm. like it, it's very similar to western cartoons in their sort of um yeah. aesthetic and their environment um and i think yeah it's a good sort of it's a perfect gateway show for a lot of uh, young viewers yeah and as that gateway it starts to introduce the more anime aspects mm. of anime yeah. so like the chibis and the cutaway humor and the exaggerated nature without ever getting so over the top like we see in like a food wars or in like a haiku yeah i think i guess haiku being the closest thing we've got for this mm. we never get that dripping in drama and everything's so serious even though it's high school volleyball but even though it's just a skating competition yeah there's always this air of silliness mm, to it yeah that i think would really draw in a newbie 
Awesome. Okay. Well done to Skate the Infinity and to our beautiful boys, um, Recky and Lango and the gang. Um, yeah. I ship it so hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair. And <laughs> um, they. It's bait, but it's good bait. Yeah. Uh, you've got in the anniverse. You, we've deemed you worthy. Um, if you guys agree or disagree, hit us up. Send us a message on Instagram or Twitter at Gateway to the Universe. We are going to move into Slice of Life, where me and Sam just have a catch-up about other things we've been watching, other things we've been doing. Um, so if you're not sticking around, yeah, give us a follow. Hit us up on YouTube. We've so- we're have we releasing highlights. So if you want to go back and watch our backlog, you can, um, which are all our episodes that Perry Cloudrenaline has condensed into shorter bites. Not necessarily bite-sized, but sort of 15, 20-minute More manageable shows. chunks. Yeah of our best bits so make sure you give those a listen and yeah anything else to add tell a friend make sure you pass the pod yeah anything else we good we gucci i think we're pretty gucci awesome thanks so much for listening guys and we will see you back here next week see ya okay so sam skate the infinity is in that's been one Thank thing goodness. we've... Yeah. That's been, did, did we, you, you can't have been worried that it wasn't going to get in. I mean, it was touch and go for a minute, <laughs> if I'm being completely honest with you, because when I was re-watching, I was like, this is this is one of those moments, like this is like with Spirited Away or something like that, <laughs> where I was so confident going in. Right. I was like, Will's going to love this. Mm. He's going to... like I've, I've mentioned it before. I've kind of built it up and it seems like it's the kind of thing that he'd like. Yeah. But also... That's bit me on the ass more times than I can count at this point where you've had the complete opposite reaction. So I, di- I didn't know whether mm, fair enough. it was going to be too hyperbolic for you. Mm. But yes, it's in. Oh. Yeah, that's great. Um, what else have you been watching this week? Have you been up to much? Uh, more One Piece. Uh, yeah. The never-ending saga of my life, yeah. which actually, like, I've been chatting to people on Twitter um, about the episodes that I've been watching. And it's been a really nice community experience mm, good. of... Uh, engaging with other one piece fans um i'm into the first arc after the time skip so i've long abandoned my hopes of catching up with episode a thousand but it's still very good and yeah still enjoying it other than that um nothing new the seasonal anime slate is going strong and my opinions about certain shows have have started to change like a few that were really strong in the initial uh showing Mm. has actually they've dwindled turned into kind of very pretty but but messy and boring which is a shame yeah okay yeah it's like you see the those first three episodes or that even the first episode and it has so much promise and it's very pretty and then it just meanders and it meanders and it meanders and it's a bit of a letdown yeah. um but we'll stick it out there's only a few weeks of them left yeah uh, other than that, I started a new game. I started oh, cool. uh, Persona 5 Strikers, Ooh. a uh, Dynasty Warriors style game based on the Persona video games. Uh, and that's been very fun. It's very nice revisiting those characters and just getting to hang out with them again. Yeah. So. Oh, dope. Yeah. Dope. Uh, Pretty cool. nice, all things considered. How about you? Anything much? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Always oh, got big plans. Big plans. Uh, tell me. Uh, tell me more. Arcane. Oh, yeah. Dude, I, I still need to watch it. Mate, you do I, I need to watch it. I know that it's going to be good if you're coming to me saying that I need to watch something. Yeah. But my problem is I don't like League of Legends. 
<sighs> like I, I've no, no association with League of Legends. I've n- never experienced it in my life, League of Legends. So it's, I didn't even go into this knowing that it was League of Legends. I went into this just seeing the trailer and thinking that looks dope. I'm going to watch it. And then I put the first episode on. I was like, this is, looks really gamified. Like it's almost, it's quite like as if it could be a game. And I was like doing research. I was like, yeah, interesting. Um, yeah. If it's accurate to the game, you are uh, five minutes into the first episode. Mm-hmm. Does somebody call you a racial slur? <laughs> I don't know. Come, come. Then it's not accurate to League of Legends. <laughs> um, look, but no, tell, tell me more okay, about it. Okay, so look, what the animation is pretty insane. Like from the word go, you get this real three D sort of sense of gravitas, like running across rooftops. Mm-hmm. The like the way they move is very feels really thick <laughs> really dense it's like a, a thick with two steel yeah like yeah. <laughs> damn boy she thick it, it feels really sort of tangible um i love i love the aesthetic i love the way it's animated um the story dude the first three episodes if you're doing the it's 45 mm-hmm. it's there's like 45 minute episodes they're really long um but oh, wow. yeah but that oh Ooh. yeah and they release, they're releasing them week by week, but they're releasing three at a time. So they released the first three, and I've only watched the first three at the minute. They released the next... Yeah, I think there's one more set coming out. It's, right? it's, it's, it came out yesterday. So I'm going to watch those, hopefully, to, to, over this week. And then the next, the last three are coming out next week on the 20th. So Next week. Um, okay. They'll all be out by the 20th. Um, so yeah, like as far as like binging is concerned, you've got like a, a, the, the first three episodes is like over two hours watching. Um, so, wow. so it's... It, it, but it's it, honestly like the climax to episode three i was like oh wow this is not this is not a children's show by any stretch of the imagination oh. it is adults from pretty early on and yeah the animation is awesome there's magic in there there's like it's brutal is it jinx is that the main character uh oh, uh you tested me now blue hair she does have blue hair she is not called Jinx, as far as I know. Maybe that's what she turns into later down the line. But that's interesting. Okay. So, um, arcane. oh no. So the main, ah, okay. So, ha, huh. interesting. Okay. So that does come into the show. I'm, I'm, oh, I don't it? really want to spoil it because I think, I think, okay. yeah, that, 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 yeah, no that, that does come into the show. I think, fresh. I think the, yeah. So, so because I have no idea of League of Legends or anything like this, I'm watching it complete through the eyes of a complete novice, never, don't have any experience with it um what you're saying is yeah so the main character from episode one is not who you're talking about but that person i think will become more of a role in it okay Um, yeah yeah i just give it a go dude i think i think dude the uh, the opening soundtrack is insane it's imagine dragons isn't it so you know it's going to be good Yeah, yeah yeah Because they did the theme song for League of Legends Worlds for a few oh, years right. ago, and uh, it was, it was uh, Warriors. Right. Okay. And they had so basically, I th- I feel this has been this must have been in the work for a while because mm. when Imagine Dragons first did the uh, theme song for World Championships, because um, e- League Esports now is ridiculous money. We're talking like the millions of dollars for the teams that win. Wow. Um. So to get Imagine Dragons is like, yeah, that's in their budget. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So when they do their songs for the worlds, um, there's always these really intricate and well-animated music videos that mm. go along with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess they must have been the test bed and 
as far as I'm aware, there's a few songs by Imagine Dragons used throughout. Maybe I don't know. I haven't looked. Maybe. I haven't looked that closely into it. But yeah, okay. But yeah, it sounds good. Sounds interesting. Yeah. All right. Uh, apart from that, I watched James Bond as well, which was uh, No Time to Die. Oh, that was that was pretty cool. No Time to Die. Yeah. And we've we've spoken about that off air, but yeah, it was good. Nah, I, it was good. I enjoyed it's it. Good stuff. All right. Excellent. I think we leave it there. Um, thank you all for listening again. If you've, especially if you've lasted this long, um, it's incredible that people <laughs> might actually be listening to us ramble on um, about shit about we've done in the week insignificant and random little lives exactly that we exactly and the things we've been watching and going yeah that's good <laughs> um yeah let us know what you think about um uh, arcane legal legends as well because i'd like to know i honestly i need to look into what even like i don't even really comprehend league of legends as a thing i might talk to you off air about that because uh i think i think i think that don't play that it help. okay <laughs> don't, don't do okay. it don't do that to yourself i'm begging you all right all right, guys, thank you. You will never financially recover. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Pay to win. Ish. Okay. All right. We'll speak to you all later on in the universe. Uh, thank you all for listening. Bye.